I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Fist pump hour. Final hour here on Sean and RJ on 105.3 The Fan. Bobby Belt, RJ Choppy, Peyton Russell, Ryan Couture coordinating the video back there with new graphics. These graphics are sexy, Chop. I like them. You like them? Uh, sure, man. They're great. He's not even listening. I have no like. I, he thought it was RJ ten o'clock it, already. Man. No, I just I, you know he just he great. just he he had just committed a lot of blood flow and brain space to his his break during the bathroom where his machine colon machine gun colon came out again. It did because it was broke over the weekend. I needed I needed to go to the mechanic. It's back. It's back it's and back, better than baby. ever. It is back. We are also joined by the one, the only, Derek. Lionel Holland. Lionel? Yeah. All right, cool. What is it? Lane. Lane. I saw there was an L on your mail recently, and so... Is that sounds mail? creepy. That's but, creepy. Yeah, I was going to say, what do you It was just right... No, it was right for? there. It was right there. Yeah. And it just said... It was a big, it was big print. It said Derek L. Holland, and so I just put Lane on there. So, that's what I did. Right. How you doing, man? Fantastic. I'm ready. I'm glad you came in. We were... Uh, we wanted to talk to you last week, because I know when we were talking about some of the Jack Lighter stuff... You were you were texting us and like just sharing some of your thoughts about everything. So for a recap, for those of you who may have missed the segment that we we're talking about last week, um, what is this music thing? <laughs> I like it. I like this a lot. <laughs> There's no, it's just it was such a. I, I don't even know what a like a. I don't know. It's just like, it's like I, a jazzy kind of nine a.m. club. It sounds music. like no. It sounds like turn it up a little bit. It sounds like something like on a. 70s TV program where like somebody walks in the street and goes, you see children, Bobby shouldn't have done that. But what he learned was an important lesson. Sounds and nothing like to, it. Yes, it does. It's, <laughs> no, the, it's, it does. The, it's the music playing behind the adult telling the child in the 70s TV shows like the lesson for the episode they just watched. I just like that it distracted you. Yeah. Took you away from it what did. you were doing. I really, that I means was, it's really good. Yes, yeah, you're trying. doing, that's that's what's good about see, you. I, 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 I don't, I, I need steely nerves. Uh, so, my issue comes down to this. This this was my fear, and this is what Chop and I were discussing last week. You look at uh, where, where, Derek. Where was your peak on like Baseball America? Do you remember as prospects? Yes, yeah, yeah. number two, number two oh, in the organization. Mm-hmm. And then you were. I, mean, or, you were, or, you were, I like, don't know what sport. I was in the. I think you were. In what sport? 
I said, or in the sport. Oh. Uh, no, I remember. Yeah. Uh, I think it was, Derek, it was here. you were, I think Derek was like top 30, if I remember correctly. I couldn't tell. I, 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 I think I was. I was big into the, the prospects, that, and I remember it was like Neftali and Derek were both in the top 30, I think, and it was like, well, hurry up and get here. We did. We can't do Kevin Millwood forever. Like we need. I mean, yeah, Kevin Millwood, Millwood, Millwood was fine. Good. Millwood yeah. was good. Good picture, man. Yeah. And, he and he was. He good. showed me a lot. And he so was I'm, good that year. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Dude, Dude it's a bad innings, joke. man. Come I'm on just now. Joking. Gosh. Wake right. up and throw bad 200 joke. innings. Yes, Derek, he would. Derek's just gonna storm out of here. I His, love it. I will say the coolest thing was here. I am coming to watch these veteran guys, and then I go inside, and he's on the treadmill with like flip flops, pair of sliders, and just relaxing. Like sliders, barely burgers. Uh, yeah, sli- he's wearing sliders, the burgers. Oh, I thought you meant he was like eating them. Sorry, tights, uh, compression shorts. Oh, there you go. Nice. Uh, no, but it was uh, when you look at where Jack Light has been, mm-hmm. uh, which I, I don't have in front of me now, but this is this is essentially, forgive me if these numbers are a little off. Last year on Baseball America, I, be, I believe he in July was 25. By midseason, he was 37. Six months later, he's out of their top 100. Kylie McDaniel over at ESPN put out his top 100 prospects, including 29 others to watch out for. So he basically put out a top 129. Jack Leiter was not in the top 129. Yeah, I saw that. You you go to uh, CBS Sports, I believe, had him out of the top 100. MLB Pipeline is the only one that still has him in the top 100, but he's now dropped from roughly 30, I think, last year to he's now down to about 80, and they have him as the number two pitching prospect behind Owen White now. And so... And th- these ty- basically here's what I'm wondering. He got knocked around a lot. What is is this an overreaction to what is generally an expected difficult leap of college to double A? Uh, no, not an overreaction. But I I would say what people got to understand is he's making a big jump. People don't understand from college to just single A is a massive jump. Mm-hmm. Um, and what he's dealing with, this is the first time he's probably had to deal with adversity. You know, he's been dominating the whole time he was in college. And you can get away with a lot more. You can get away with your elevated fastballs or mislocation fastballs or off-speed pitches. But here, you can't. And if you can pitch at double-A, you can definitely pitch in the big leagues. And he's, Yeah, I keep hearing that over and over again. Like, I think I think there was like an, a, a document, like Jeter was talking about, like, if you can play double-A, you can play the pros. Yeah. Just it's as, the as a, second clo- – I mean, obviously – I'm not going to say, yeah, if you can pitch in AAA, yeah, you definitely belong in, in the yeah, big yeah. leagues. But AA is the, the second closest. It's right there. I mean, you're getting, you got to think you're also getting a lot of guys that come down from rehab assignments and they're coming down to AA to, to play. Yeah. So you're going to see big league guys that have a big league approach and you're starting to see now there's going to be more than just two guys that are in that lineup that you have to kind of pay attention to. You got to kind of focus on everybody. Um, but with the pitching side of it, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry. I think he's going to have a big bounce back year. You know, he's had to learn a little bit more about himself and he's having to actually learn how to pitch instead of just, I can blow doors, you know, and be okay. Now you like when you were coming up as a prospect, so you started 07 in Spokane mm-hmm. and then you went like, I know you got fast track. You went through really fast. My velo jump too. What, what changed there? Uh, just the whole workout program, throwing program. Um, just working with the pitching pitching coaches there. I mean, one, I give a lot of credit to the, the guys that I dealt with, Keith Comstock, uh, Danny Clark. Those guys were actually teaching more of the pitching side of things and, and working on your velocity and stuff. So is that like a mechanics thing with too. velocity? Yeah, they fixed my mechanics. Um, I was very, like, long, very slow. Congratulations. Thank you. And they fixed oh. that up, picked it up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> 
Now like, see what we did there. Okay, but here, here's my problem with like these these rankings, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, Jackson Holiday is like the 12th prospect in the sport right now. Right. Because of... He hasn't played a Correct. single thing. The because of his draft status, where he's at, you're going to get pushed up into the front. Yeah, I know, but like you just mentioned, That's why it sucks. You like just mentioned that like uh, it's the jump from college to the to minor leagues is huge. Like it ain't nothing compared to what he's jumping from. Correct, and that's why I don't like stuff like that. Yeah. I don't like that you can, especially when it comes to player comparison too. Like, oh, this is the next Mike Trout. The dude hasn't done anything except for high school. So yeah, of course he looks like he's the next Mike Trout because you, there's not that many guys that stand out in high school. If you go look at a lot of. Texas is a little bit different. I'm from Ohio, so one guy out of high school is getting drafted out of sure. Ohio High School, yeah. and that's like all of Ohio. So it's different, but you don't – the talent-wise, it's it's such a massive jump to go from high school to let alone college, and, but instead he's going high school to pro ball. I don't like these comparison things. I, I think it's it's bad for baseball and everything because you, you haven't played anybody yet. You haven't shown any competition or how you can – play against like real competition I, can't, I literally can't even envision going from high school to table I, I can't even imagine I, like so the jump I think it was my I think it was Bassick had said this uh and like I may be able to check in with him again during crosstalk see what, what if that was it but I think Bassick was the one who said from talking to people some of the things that he's heard is lighter was so used to because he was like 98 mile per hour fastball at college like he could just blow people away with it and that when he gets up to double a it's like hitters are just unimpressed with it and just kind of like well i mean that's that's great dude but i'm not just gonna swing at your fastball you're playing against guys that are used to seeing that like all the latin guys are used to seeing dudes throwing 98 Mm -hmm. like consistently whatever and they're used to you know they could time a jet is the best way to put it like you have to ha- you have to actually pitch like you have to be able to work in out up down change the eye level with the off speed and cha- or changing speeds like there's so much you have to do that people don't understand and that's why for instance with lighter like he got away with it in college because you could just overpower guys why weren't you affected by the jumps but like i mean when we talk about hey this is a difficult jump why weren't you affected by the the jumps because consistently you didn't really hit any like, like struggles until you got up to major league baseball. Cause like it was all through the minors, each stop. I know you're at only OKC for just like two a weeks. game or something, Yeah, I did um, one start. but like other than that, like the first two levels going from where you're pitching up to the first two levels, there was like no resistance. The, I give myself a lot of credit and that's where, oh. uh, thank you. Yeah, I should. I mean, I'm the one doing no, it. Right? It's a, it, it is impressive. <laughs> well, that's, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Is, is, is I already knew he was going to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's as soon I, as you told me how great I was in, in, at the lower levels, I was staring at him, waiting for him to just look at me and make a comment. That, that's why. No, and that's what I'm curious about is like, what did you do? Like, or, or how did you well, that's adjust wanna, that, that he should try to adjust to? I'm not trying. I don't want this to come off as a shot towards the Rangers, but sure, maybe we worked on location all the time. And I, I am a very accurate pitcher. You can look up. I've, we looked up this stat. I've thrown 24,000 pitches, and I've hit, I think it was either 42 people. Damn. How like, many of those did you mean to hit? Probably, I would say, I'll, I'll go with five. No. Oh, wow. Okay, Just so, because I don't know exactly. I mean, so I then adjust and say 37. Okay. Yeah, you so only still, hit 37. On a control issue. So, for but me, also, how many were you trying to throw inside on it a lot? It just got away a little bit, or it just got in just enough. Yeah. Or, so, the one that would make me mad the most was like you throw a back foot slider, 
and it hits them. It hits out. their foot yeah. or something like that. And it's like, really? Come on. <laughs> um, but that counts. It, it's a hit. But that that would be the big thing that, you know, if I get to coaching, if, you know, hopefully I don't have to retire. I hope I get another chance. But if I do retire, my goal is hopefully I can come and coach for the Rangers. If it's in the minor leagues, whatever. I'm going to stick to the old school stuff of let's work on location. That's what Nolan was big about when we were here is you got to be able to throw your pitches to where you want to throw them to. Where instead of worrying about this nerd crap with analytics, wow. well, it's it, it drives me insane. Well, your spin rate's this, <laughs> you're doing better. If we can hang curveballs, the numbers say they won't hit it. Get out of here! Like, of course they don't hit it because there's not that many of them. And if they see it, it's like a beach ball to them, so they're swinging as hard as they can. So I, I, <clears throat> I don't, I just the analytics side. So you don't like doesn't do. really teach pitching the way it should be. Do you we think? Oh yeah, do, it's, not, it's not. I don't think it's designed to teach pitching though. But that's what we. If you go, I, I would love to take you. And Maddox is not going to be this guy. I can guarantee that. But you go to some of these organizations I've been with. You throw. You watch the kids throw a bullpen. It's literally throw a pitch and then wait and see. Well, what were my numbers on this? Mm-hmm. Instead of did I hit my spot? Did I do what I'm supposed to do? Like, am I getting the react or the action that I want with the spot that I'm trying to hit? None of it, none of those kids do that. Question it's very f- rare. Somebody's got a question for you, Derek, from the 936. With the introduction of the pitch clock rule, several Dumb. pitchers in the big leagues will have to make changes to their wind-up or other mechanics to comply with the rules. How difficult is it to make those adjustments in a single offseason and not have it negatively impact success? It's not really hard to make the adjustment. You do it in spring training anyway. Yeah, you, you, that's when you're already... You're doing that. If, if I watch you throw and all of a sudden it's like, oh, we got to change your arm slot and we got to kind of speed you up a little bit. That's it. Now we start doing it. But it doesn't take you out it of does a rhythm take, necessarily. No, because no, you, you're an athlete. You know how to get yourself to where you need to be in that time. So overall, though, you would say, is it panic? Is it is it is it overreaction panic at this point to be like, oh my gosh, Jack yes, Flyers terrifying me? I wouldn't. Let's see how he starts off. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's going to be in Double A uh, to start the year. I'm assuming. I don't yep. really. I'm not going to try to take those calls. But wherever he is. He's going to build up and get himself right. I think you're going to see a big improvement of him. The big thing is, I hope he's not a type of person to look at, oh, well, I lost my prospect status. Oh, and, and that internalize kind of that? Him. Yeah, because yeah. some guys, it does bother, like, not having that attention anymore. You know, you're not that guy. You're not that guy, pal. Yeah, that guy. You're not that guy, not pal. That guy. Uh, Derek Holland's going to stick around with us. He's going to play some Answer the Internet up next. And then he's going to stick around for Crosstalk because he's hosting with Mike Bassick and Alec Medford today. Mike Bassick is staring daggers at us and <laughs> nodding. He just, he, he's wearing his Mavericks hat. He's just, he's so mad at how Luca performed in the All-Star game last night. Uh, in fact, he's going to just run in here he's real quick. He's coming in we're, here, but too late. We're going to. We're, we're going to let him say, I'm going to let him say, what, what, what did you want him to say, Derek? No, I was giving him his coffee. Oh, his coffee. Oh, he just was giving Thanks, me coffee. Thanks, but I want to say hi, guys. Hi, Mike. Hi, guys. Uh, you asked about Derek Holland real quick because I was mm-hmm. in the car driving listening to you guys. I thought mm-hmm. it was a great question. Thanks for toloing. And Derek, uh, about kind of your development, and you gave coaches credit. What happened with the Rangers, unfortunately, is Elvis Andrus in 2009, Derek Holland a little bit in 2009, and, and Neftali Felice in 2010. He wins Rookie of the Year in 2010. The Rangers then had a philosophy the reason Derek succeeded in the minors and didn't struggle is they let him succeed first before promoting him. And that's yeah. how most organizations did it. When John Daniels saw the success of Elvis Andrus, Derek Holland, and Neftali Felice, he thought Back minor up. leagues mean nothing. Doesn't matter if I bat 240 in double A. It doesn't matter if I strike out 180 times in triple A. 
Send them up. They're good to go. And so that's why the Rangers started struggling with, starting with Profar and Mike Olt. That's why they started struggling with the development of players at a major league level because I'm going to give John Daniels this blame. He deserves a lot of credit, too, for what happened and around that time. But I'm going to give him a lot of blame for this, and I might be putting the blame on the wrong person. But when you get promoted to the next level because you've shown you're past the level of A ball, and it might only take a month to be like, dude, this guy can go to double A. Maybe maybe uh, Kumar Rocker, after six weeks in high A ball, is like, dude, like he has a 1-5 ERA, and he's striking out like, nine guys every five innings let's promote him to double a he's shown that he's above this level but unfortunately the rangers from about 2010 after natalie felice's successful rookie of the year campaign the rangers decided you don't have to succeed at the minor league level we thought you were going to be good when you were in high school or we thought you were going to be good in college and now we don't care what you do at the minor league level and that's why you started seeing the lack of development of major league players for a long time with the rangers because they weren't making guys show they belong at the next level. Perfect. Thank you, Micah. And we'll continue that uh, some more in the crosstalk, too. Coming up next, we're going to answer the internet with yeah. Derek Holland. That's next on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Back here on Sean and RJ on 105.3 The Fan, Bobby Belt, RJ Choppy. Derek Holland joining us for this final hour here, fist pump hour. I thought fist pump was on Wednesdays. No, it's That's every hump night. Day. It's That's every day. Yeah, hump but I always day. thought uh, Sean would always say it's fist pump time on well, Wednesday nine only. Nine no, he says it at nine o'clock oh, every okay. time. It started out as fist pump Fridays, and then okay. I fist pump at eight o'clock just to get him going to be I know. different. Yeah, yeah, right. and sounds then, like Derek doesn't tolo. Yeah, no, Derek not. Tolos. Derek, uh, what? Man. Wow, yeah. yeah, yeah. Chill, hey, chill if you, you want to kick his ass, <laughs> feel free. Uh, I was listening on the way here. <laughs> we got Peyton Russell running the board and smart mouthing. Uh, not for long, you know. Uh, <laughs> smart mouthing uh, a a thirteen year MLB veteran. Uh, we got Ryan Cotrere running the video for us. We're gonna play answer the internet. Now Love it because Derek's here. This will be fun. Give me some music, Peyton. Your job. My favorite. My favorite. First one, and we, okay, so, yes, sir. So, is this from here, or is this? Okay, so I'll explain it, because I do need to explain it. 
It's from Barstool, man. It's great. Oh, okay. Answer okay. the internet. Questions as blanked up as you are. They basically just cultivated questions off the internet, like a thousand of them, and put them in a box and now sell them. So they kind of just so genius. took from the questions off the internet. But it's been good. We played at a bunch of training camp. Yeah. Uh, we, we hung out at training camp. We played at night. It was fun. Uh, we do it on the air every so often. And so this is uh, a couple of these ones that I pulled out of the box. There are about... 70% of these I'm not allowed to read on the air. I figured. So I'm very... Even the one you asked me when I first got in here? I don't know which one I asked you. Wake up in the morning. Oh, yeah. That one I cannot ask on the air. You're right. Yeah. Uh, first question here. And I've asked this one before on the weekend, but I've never asked it here on the show. And I'm definitely curious what your answer is and what your answer is. If you were murdered, who would be the most likely suspect? So me, like just by police investigation rules, it's... The spouse. They automatically, the spouse is always the likeliest suspect and they have to rule that one out. But my wife would not kill me. So my guess is probably somebody that I smart mouth, like I smart mouth the wrong insane person on Twitter. That would be, I'd, I'd, I'd say if they needed to find out, I'd say go look through my Twitter and find out who I really just like back talk to. And it's probably that person. Choppy? Huh. I have an answer. I'm not going to. I think I know your answer. I think I know your answer too. So give a fake fun answer. <laughs> uh, probably somebody in my neighborhood after uh, all the issues. Oh, with the that's yeah. Where I was going. Yeah. No, the, the, that that it's a different one. I, I'm not going to say it though. I don't want. Okay. I don't want to put that out. I don't need that smoke in my hey, life. Hey, uh, we have houses by me. I, I know you're looking. House yeah, by you? House. Yeah. You, you think I can afford that neighborhood? Oh, yeah. Yeah. With this radio salary? Oh, yeah, man. Let me yeah. let me, let me me just jump right in there. I can't even afford the, no, no, I wouldn't no. even be able to afford the pool house. No, that's what I'm saying. He, he wasn't talking about a house. He meant there's a room for you. Oh, there's he'll, a room. He'll, he'll yeah. rent you a room. Yeah, why not? Come on. Yeah, come I would, on. No, I would totally do that. I know you would. Derek, who's yours? I don't see. That's the thing. I don't know. It'd be, I don't, I don't know where maybe, uh, Maybe one David of the, Peralta because he's 0 for 12 against you and he's just mad about it. No, I, I'm trying to think. It's probably one of the younger guys that I'll, I'll push along during workouts that probably gets upset. Not those probably four. Your former teammate with Pittsburgh. Those not those. F- no. no, no, not those 14. No. Not those 14 year olds that out golfed you the other day. Oh man, no, that's you're the most likely suspect. Yeah, I would, I would be going <laughs> after them. God, that frustrated me. Peyton. So I, uh, back in fifth grade, I bullied a guy, uh, just didn't Peyton. like him. I know I had to teach him a lesson. And so like we'd run track and I'd get up behind him and kick his feet out from underneath him and he'd fall. Good Lord, and dude! So I thought it was funny. Everyone laughed. The girls laughed and stuff, but yeah, I think that guy would probably kill me. He probably My still hates me. To this gosh, day. that's just awful. All right. Next one. If you had to win a game show to stay alive, which again, and by the way, weigh in on the truck rack.com fan text, eight, seven, seven, eight, eight, one, one, oh, five, three. If you had to win a game Twitch. show to stay alive, stay alive, which game show would you choose? Chop. Ooh, I mean, it can be discontinued. High low. That's no, that doesn't count. Ca- of course, you would win that, which is garbage. Or Peyton's Jeopardy, where he feeds yeah. you all the answers. You know, I'm really good at regular Jeopardy, but I can't compete with the people on the show. I usually have a single column of questions yeah. that I can do well on Jeopardy, and then I'll miss everything else. Let's go. Uh, let's Le- go. Wheel, yeah, let's go. Wheel of Fortune. That's good. Legends of the Hidden Temple. Really? Not American Gladiators. I was going to put that in there, but I. You're Nitro an athlete, you and all, train I know, but and, those dudes yeah. were roided out. And I think I could take ice down. I don't remember which one's which. You remember the she game? Was one of the girls. You remember the game card I, of course shots? You would, I, wait, I, which way? Take I, her down. I don't know. Like, I, just, I just remember the name. How were you going to take her down? I could just run right through her. That's what oh, I was okay. run right through. Her. Is it assault? Is it the game assault? I just thought it was. I was just run right through her. her down. Oh no! Do you remember the game <laughs> card sharks? Yeah. Nope. Card sharks. 
It was a very simple game. They just high low. They, yeah, it was that. It was basically they put a giant card up. They got five of them. It's like, oh, here's a ten. Are and you, you just go, that good at higher high low? or lower? No, well, he's good at high low. The game that Troy used to run, where you change the pitch of the voices and he's able to guess who it is. It's insane oh, how cool. uncanny he is at it. Uh, but this one was like you hold up a 10 and he goes the next card higher or lower and then you just go down the line and if you get through the whole run you then go through the ending round and crap like that I'm always like uh, isn't that a drinking game too like the drunk driver or something like that I don't know Where you lay out the cards and then you got to go higher or lower and then whatever the difference is of if you miss that's what oh. you guys whoa I've never heard that that's one. pretty cool Time that's a drinking. good that's a fun game we'll do that at training camp all right uh Peyton you got you an answer spring training um I would yeah, do family feud I could do Family Feud. But you're dependent on other people. Yeah, but I can carry the squad. I can carry that. <laughs> feud would be cool. Oh. That would be fun. Well, oh, this is a good one, especially for the athlete, Derek Holland. So Ooh, I'll start I with hate. you, Derek. Mm. Would you rather date a girl who loves sports or hates sports? Love. Gotta love sports. I, I'm a sports fan. Like, I want to be able to go to games and all that stuff with you, and you be into the game. I don't want to go to a game. You're like, well, I don't like this. This is boring. This sucks. Or, or the girl who wears the shirt that says, I hope both teams have fun. Yeah. Like that's a funny, that's ironic a funny shirt. shirt. For, I like that's it. a funny, ironic shirt for a girl to wear if she's a genuine fan, too. Yeah. But like, I, and if she's a fan, she's not going to want to talk to me the entire time the game's going on. She's going to want to watch it. That's what I want. I don't want like, wow, where should we go get dinner? Like all that stuff. Like the game's going on. Let's watch the game. We got a uh, 214 says press your luck. Another 214 says double dare. Another two, 469 says uh, family feud. 817 fear factor. Ooh, I would Ooh, lose I fear factor yeah, I'm out on way fear fast. Factor. Uh, I would say my answer to that one would be I want a girl who likes sports. Doesn't sure. she likes them? I do right? not. I don't. I, I don't want a girl who likes sports as much as I do. She if she likes them, fine. But like that's just that's probably too much volatile emotion. And like that's also. It's the easiest thing for me to have that if she doesn't like it, that's just like, this is my thing. Like, you have your Let, thing. This is my thing that I, I an example decompress then, with on my own. Jane, she mm-hmm. knows a lot about sports. Mm-hmm. Where is she know too much for you? I mean, I, I love Jane. She's great, I wouldn't, but I'm just curious. I wouldn't date Jane because Jane is like my media mom at this point. But I know, no, but act like no, you like, never. Like, like, like some girl, some girl who met. knows as much sports as Jane, it's probably a little too much for me. So she she's too much then because that's she knows. probably too much sports fandom I think. See I don't think that that's I, I don't want a girl that loves them or hates them. I want a girl that likes them. Yeah I don't they don't need to hate them. I just want it to be something where it's like it can still be my thing as my decompress and my go away is like to follow that. Okay I see that. That's how I feel. Uh, Peyton, if you were to ever have a girlfriend, would you want her to oh, love you know, sports it, or it hate sports? It hurts a little bit more. Wow. Um, that one hurt. That was Just for like the fifth mom. grader um, that she kicked. <laughs> well, yeah, it hurt a lot when she died. Peyton, go ahead. Um, no, they, they got to like sports. Got to have a girl with sports. <laughs> All right. Uh, next question here. Choppy, who's hotter, Ariel or Jasmine? Which one's? Ariel is uh, mermaid, Aladdin. Right? Or, no, no, Ariel's the mermaid. Jasmine's Aladdin. Jasmine. Uh, so the redhead uh, half fish. I love dark hair, so I'm answering now. Jasmine. Was Ariel a, a, a blonde? She was redhead. He oh, that's I mean, said the, the, she was redhead. I mean, legitimately like, mermaid. Like, like I would, red, I would red. look it up. Uh, okay, I, I'll, then so I'll, I'll give you Jasmine. Man, can't go wrong with either one, but uh, Jasmine has a complete female anatomy. So Jasmine. Uh, Peyton. Jasmine. Jasmine's a 10 out of 10. <laughs> All right, next one here. Uh, 
Are there any universally loved movies that you hated? Yep. I got mine right now because yeah. Derek will want to kick my ass. I got mine too. Dumb and Dumber is what? an awful movie. Awful movie? Are you insane? That's like the greatest It is not movie. a good movie. I mean, I get everybody quotes it all the time, and like it's been quoted so many times that that's probably what it did. It beat me down before I ever saw it. That is my number one movie. Overquoting it. But it's just, eh, it's okay. It's, but it's over. It's way some, overrated. I, I, for me, it's easy. It's anything that Will Ferrell's the main I knew character. You were gonna in. say that he's great in like his his you know backup secondary roles like old school and Wedding Crash. I can't I can't tolerate him. See, I can't do Anchorman. I can't do Ricky Bobby. I can't do oh Ricky Bobby whatever it so is. Good. Blades of Steel or Blades of Glory. Blades of Glory. Blades of Steel is a hockey game. Yes, that is Back a hockey game. Yeah, I don't know. I would say for me, I never got into it. Harry Potter. Yeah, I don't either. I can't. I can't do those not, movies for some reason. Not a movie. This I talked about with you like yesterday, though. A TV show. Uh, I was that way with the freaking Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, we were talking about that. Yeah, because Game of Thrones, Good I was show. like watching it, and there was some like, what is this footprint? Like 15 minutes in, I paused. And I was like, oh crap, and I called my friend, and I was like, are there dragons in this? So wait, if you're and upset said, about yes, that, I was like, nope, I'm out. Would you watch like Star Wars and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, because that's realistic. I can't no, Thank my, you. My, no, no. Like dragons is just a thing I can't get down. Especially like you're already putting it in like a medieval sort of era, and then you're putting it in this like half world that doesn't really exist, where like there's going to be too much aliens? bending of things like that, huh? Do you believe in aliens? Uh, I don't know. There's a right answer like, here, like, and you're drifting no, down the wrong one. Like, like I believe like it, it's real. completely plausible that there's life no, outside of our. Our spot, like that's look, what I yes, believe. Yes, we're not by ourselves. I, I, don't, I don't know how. It, I don't know. How, I don't know how it looks. Like, do I believe there are like people type creatures on other planets? I don't know about that, but I believe there is intelligent life elsewhere. Dragons are obvious, but it's also it's also TV. It's like correct. It doesn't have to be accurate. You like Star Wars? I mean, it doesn't get more uh, weird weird than that. I mean, come on. You this, think everything is Star? You think all those? Uh, you think, uh, what's his name? Morph? No, and he was in Phantom of the Menace. Oh, Star Trek, actually. Uh, Jar, Jar Jar Banks. Banks. You bought into Jar Jar Banks, but you can't can't grasp a dragon. Uh, I mean, I was not a Phantom Menace guy, to be honest. But uh, last one here, and this is the one we asked this before of Joey on a weekend, and this is where Joey, like, we found out, like, he thinks he can like make it with Jennifer Aniston. There's oh, Joseph hey, I, right there. I, I, well. Who is the hottest celebrity you'd have a chance with if they got to know you, Chop? So they like, had to know. Oh, they had to know me. Any of them. Okay, come on. Who? Uh, Give me a name. I don't know. I mean, like, am I am I doing this in person or mine's, can I do this over text? I slide her DMs and charm them. Mine's, like mine's Anna Kendrick. Well, let's just say, like, you become friendly and she I gets... I can slide her uh, Mila Kunis. Okay. Derek? Jennifer Lawrence. It's a good one. That's a, I think breath. That's, I think that's a that's onion, a solid onion answer. Breath. Okay. Onion breath. Onion breath. Peyton. Peyton. See this right here? Mine's Jane Slater. <laughs> yours, yours is who, Peyton? Jane Slater. <laughs> if she got uh, to know me, we'd be, uh, we'd be perfect. And with that, coming up, Crosstalk with the AMD Masterpiece. That's next. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's not just me, or mm-hmm. it's not just Reggie or Bobby or, you know, it, who knows? Med- Alec Medford. Alec. Sorry, yeah. Alec. <laughs> That's right. It's Alec Medford co-hosting with, with uh, who knows? Mike, Mike Bassick. Yeah, Mike, Mike, Mike Bassick. Mick. Mike. Derek Holland. See. RJ Choppy. Bobby Belt. Peyton Russell is on the board. Joey Erickson is taking warm-up layups in the studio there to get ready for the show, and Ryan Couture is uh, about ready to take off from doing video. Sean Sharif will be back tomorrow, but it is the uh, the AMD masterpiece today. Alec, what do you got coming up on the show? Yeah, we're actually going to go by the damn masterpiece today, Bobby. Oh. Derek, Alec, and Mike, but uh, we, have, we have some uh, interesting conversations around Lamar Jackson coming up in the first hour. Would he be even more deadly if he was in the NFC, because we're leaning towards a tag in trade scenario is kind of the fun route to go here. So we're going to take a look at that in the first hour. And then in the final hour, a really interesting piece that the athletic does each and every year, the MLB spring training survey, where they talk to multiple front office executives and MLB coaches, and they gauge the interest and the storylines that they're kind of keeping an eye on and, uh, they're calling the Texas Rangers the Power Rangers this season. Huh. So they have been the talk of the town across spring training camps. Which so are they the Power, Power Rangers? Rangers? Because of all the money that they went out. And oh, spent. that's why. I was like, it's yeah. not the bats. Like, yeah. they don't even know who's going to play left field. Like, this is, I, I don't know that I'd call them the Power Rangers. It's interesting Rangers. to me, not speaking about the Rangers here, but I saw where Rob Manfred is talking a little bit about the New York Mets situation and Steve Cohen coming in and spending so much money in Major League Baseball. He's like, I just, I don't know if this is going to work out. Like, you know, competitive balance and everything. The Mets didn't win the World Series last year. They, they weren't even not? in the World were they Series. Not? I, no. They like, were, I don't they? get like, I can't believe this Steve Cohen guy. We really need to change things up a little bit. It's like he came in, spent a whole bunch of money, and ultimately didn't succeed. Like, he failed his first year in spending money. Now, I know he spent again somewhat. He let DeGrom go and brought in Verlander. But just interesting to me, they're already like, I just don't know about this guy coming in and wanting to win. Well, we really want non-winners. <laughs> he also he also invested, he spent money on a Super Bowl commercial to like 
grow the game, and Rob Manfred hates the game. And so he hates Rob Steve Cohen hate for trying game. to grow the that. game of baseball. I, I I'm with you, except we did interview Joe <laughs> Kelly at the Super Bowl, and he got to interview Rob Manfred. He was surprised he would agree to an interview, and he came out of that interview going, Rob Manfred does like baseball. He does like baseball. There's no doubt. Like He, he does like the game. He has – look, he's in an impossible situation. He has to sell, no offense, meaningless games to a public that increasingly – has too much time on their hands. Like we're seeing this with the event. Like the NBA is is showing. Like we do not care about any regular season that doesn't involve a football. As Americans, we don't. I I I understand and I agree with you. I think the one thing about the NBA this season, and it's been leading up to this, and I think Major League Baseball is a little bit different now. Major ba- League Baseball NBA's TV ratings are like way down because the the players don't care anymore. Right. Like what? Like I will say, at least in a major league game, yes. And there'll be times where guys are jogging, you know, to first base, and you're like, right. dude, come on, right. run it out a little bit. But like Maniaka told us, give us, a, give me a hundred percent of what you have today. If your hammies are bugging you a little bit, just let me know. And if you hit a ground ball to short, I'm not going to get on you for not running down to first base. I know that you're a little bit sore and tired, but I want you in my lineup today. But pitchers aren't like, I don't care. Let me just give yeah. up ten runs today. Where M- NBA games now, it's crazy. That 10 to 20 games a year, up to 20 games a year, the Mavericks will not even try. Could you imagine, like, if the Angels... Now, he's going to miss 40 games anyway because he's hurt. But if the Angels made Mike Trout a healthy scratch 40 times a year, like, that doesn't happen. But he's still... It's like... It's a slower sport by nature, which is fine. Like, he's... I I don't need to see a 16-inning game in June. Like I'm totally cool with the with the ghost run or whatever the hell you want to call it. Yeah, save I'm the okay pitchers' arms. Yeah, I get that. Right, you know, like there's been times where pitchers you run out of pitching and then the next day it's it's heavily yeah. on that starter. Like, hey, you have to go you six innings. Gotta go. I've man. had to do that myself. I got I got my butt kicked, but we had no pitchers, so I had to wear it. And I ended up going six innings. Day. Yeah, but I went six innings, saved our bullpen. That's huge. But fans don't look at that. No. They don't understand that. They just look at as man, you you suck. But the one thing I, I wanted to th- say, too, when you guys were first talking about, football is once a week. Yep. Baseball is every day. Basketball is every few days. Could be back-to-back. So it's there's obviously going to be more hype because you have a whole buildup for a week till that mm-hmm. next game, whereas baseball is every day. That's where it's like, oh, okay, you know, so what? I didn't watch today's game. I'll watch tomorrow. You know, it's not a big I deal. Thinking about this, Derek, the way you're putting this, Bobby, If and I know you watch more football than I do, but if you watch every Dallas Cowboy game, excluding – preseason let's just exclude preseason mm-hmm. i've watched 17 nfl football games let's just say i watched three more games a week besides my team so let's just say 18 mm-hmm. times three is uh what are you at seven uh 54 54 so now 54 plus 17 i've watched approximately of 71 the exact but let's just say i watched 70 nfl games 70 NFL games. I know the whole league. I I literally know the whole league through watching 70 NFL games. And I've watched a lot of football this season. If I watch 70 MLB games or 70 NBA games, how well do I know the league? Not very. Yeah, it's tough because, I mean, you're only seeing – I mean, you you can't go because you can't see all the pitching. Right, and that's where people will say, well, the NFL is so much better. Well, 
no, a, a, a 70 game slate of NBA, like you're not like well versed, but like I think you at least have a working knowledge. Yeah. But MLB, you know nothing. Right. And, right. and 70 games, right? I've missed 12 Dallas Maverick games, if I, but I'm not missing a Cowboys game. Right. right. See, I know every almost I'm not going to remember every play, but I watched every play the Cowboys had this year. There's no way you're going to watch every pitch of the Rangers. Heck, if you watch half of the pitches of the Rangers, that's a lot of baseball to take in. And so it's like you actually do take in as much baseball if you do like baseball mm-hmm. as you do football. You're just watching pretty much half of a Ranger season, but you've watched as many baseball games as you did football games. Speaking of watching the NBA games, really quickly uh, before I throw it over to Derek, uh, Adrian Wojnarowski uh, with the report that the Jazz have bought out Russell Westbrook and he will sign with the Clippers. So Russell Westbrook is headed back to L.A. This time to play for the Clippers. We talked at uh, the end of the 9 o'clock segment. Mike, you came in here and we're talking about the Rangers and the way they develop and how after, like almost in a way, like Derek and Neftali and Elvis, like they kind of doomed the the path for other futures because then it was like oh we can just we can do this we can we can count on calling them right up and just trust our evaluation they'll be ready to go Derek I know we, once we got a break you were wanting to just kind of weigh in on that or add to that yeah so when we were talking about it, it's like we got moved up because we were dominating that level so mm-hmm. it's like why hold this guy here he deserves to go up to the next level and that's what Mike was agreeing with too is you know, we got to do it. We showed that we can do it. We showed that we can dominate and we can, we belong at the next level and we just kept doing it and then finally we are at the big leagues. What Mike was also bringing up is guys were getting called up that weren't dominating. It's like, well, you know, we saw how Neftali and those guys were doing it so we should be able to do that with everybody else. So who cares how many at-bats they get? Like Mike was saying, I think that's the big issue is we call guys up too early. We haven't really seen them show that they truly deserve to be called up if that's the right way to put it. Yeah. If you can't hit double A pitching, why are you going to hit major league pitching? Well, how are if you, you going to hit triple A pitching? Yeah, if you can't get double A AA or triple A hitters out, how are you going to get major league hitters out? And for some reason, it slipped the Rangers' mind for almost a decade on you need to show that you can pitch well at this level. Like what they would tell us, and I don't know, Derek, it probably is the same, but what they'd say is, you know, when you're in double A, if you're pitching for Frisco this year, you know the guys that are batting five through nine are probably never going to play in the major leagues. Like, literally, like, you're facing yeah. – now, four of the guys will. Like, there's going to be on – double-A's good baseball. And when you go see Frisco play San Antonio, San Antonio in their lineup, four of those nine guys that you go watch play – now, it doesn't mean they're all going to be everyday players, but four of those nine guys are going to be – major league players at someday but there's five guys there's more than 50 percent of that lineup that you face that are never going to spend one second not one game of major league baseball so if you're not successful against them why are you going to face nine major leaguers the guys batting one through four are going to end up starting their major league career the best hitters in double a are probably going to start their major league career batting six through nine well, that's the thing too is like going through for instance i'm going to use lighter <clears throat> in college you had one or two guys throughout that lineup you had to worry about then you get to low A, you still got probably one or two, maybe three. Then you get to double A. Now it's one through four. There's four guys you got to really stand out for. A triple A, there's probably six guys. Then you get to big leagues. It's like everybody except for, you know, when the interleague was there, the ninth batter would be the only one. So that's the big difference is he had those easy like, oh, man, I only got to worry about two guys in college. And now he's getting to the point to where it's like, okay, I got a few more guys. I got to really learn how to pitch. And that's where he was struggling was. He was getting away with so much, like we talked about before, because you could do that in college. You can't do that anymore here. And I do think, to your bat, po- sorry, the bats so bad in college. They're not that as as 
loaded as they used to be. Well, right? they're so metal. You, no, yeah. I know, but they're not as loaded like they used to be. No, like they're you, better. They're still better than wood, but yeah, yeah, they're yeah. but they're not as crazy as let's say when I in the '90s the way that you'd have it. I mean, it used to be drop handle, five, yeah. and now it's drop three. So they're not at, but they're still uh, loaded. And I I said this the other day, and I heard Derek say this too. I'm not worried about Jack Lighter yet. Mm-hmm. Jack Lighter, for the first time in his life, didn't succeed. Fine. We're all going to do that for the most part. I guess, like, there's certain people. Roger Clemens never failed ever pitching a baseball from UT to the major leagues. Like, he never really yeah. had much adversity. And if he had a little bit, then he found an- another way to get through it. What do you mean by that? Um, but when I look at Jack Leiter, what he's going to do, and I know his dad, Al, well, playing with him, being his teammate. Al is a no-nonsense guy. He's a fun guy, but he's a no-nonsense guy. They're going to review, why did you get hit? Why did you walk these guys? Why did we struggle from Monday to Saturday? Did we mentally take Monday's game into Saturday's game? Because for the first time ever, he's having to think about, why did I only pitch three innings and give up four hits and six walks? Like, and then all of a sudden you're thinking about Monday when you have a game to pitch on Saturday. There's going to be a lot to go over. Can you throw a secondary pitch for a strike behind in the count? Can you throw a get-me-over slider or a get-me-over changeup? And when you start learning those things, he's and I think he's going to learn them. I think we're going to see a very big improvement from Jack Leiter from year one to year two. Other thing, too, is he had never pitched every fifth day in his life. I can't tell you, and Derek can talk about this, too, how What's tough it is. In college? It's, it's every Friday night. You're just pitching once a week. If you're the Friday night right. pitcher, you're the Friday night pitcher. If you're the Saturday night pitcher. And then all of a sudden, you're throwing every fifth day with travel? Like, it, it takes a little bit of time for your body to get used to that. Well, that's what I was wondering, too. If he's This is a big adjustment, too. I mean, this is my first time seeing this. In AAA last year, you play a team for a whole week. So that uh, that's the other thing that could get to some of these guys is like, oh, I face them on Monday, now I got to face them again on Friday, Saturday. Is that what so they do like, now? Yeah. yeah. You stay, you Dude. play six straight games to save with travel because of what happened with COVID and everything and the minor league salaries, all that. Just keep them all for a week in that one place. That could be a factor. But at the same time, I mean, I've had multiple times with, you know, playing against uh, the Mariners on Friday and then we flew to Mariner, the Seattle the next or the second series. So I had to go back to back against yeah. that same team. So that's how it is. We'll see if uh, Jacob DeGrom can get through the first full workout of spring training today. Sean Sharif will... uh, This is for Choppy. Sean Sharif will be back tomorrow. Coming up next, the best damn fan show, period. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.